0: Hello, welcome to In the Garden with Rick. As always, we hope to entertain, make you chuckle a little bit, and learn a little bit about gardening. I'm really happy that you're joining with us today and I really appreciate all of our listeners. And I've been very grateful for all the kind and generous comments I've received on Facebook from many of you listening to the podcast. Uh, We appreciate your input, your feedback. Max, our producer, has done an excellent job editing and adding music to the podcast. He's so talented, he even makes me sound good. So, thanks, Max. How are you today? Well, I, I, I don't know about
1: all that. I mean, you you got to remember, again, there's got to be a certain amount of talent to actually get that microphone to work right. Yes, but there's got to be talent behind the microphone in order for it to sound entertaining enough and to make people chuckle, laugh be educated, whatever. So yes, there there is, and a lot of people don't understand that sometimes when you listen to shows or whatever, you might watch your favorite television show and not realize that if it wasn't for the people behind the cameras actually filming it, then you wouldn't get what you get. Or if you're watching anything with uh, uh, Avengers or whatever, it's pretty much just very little acting and mostly CGI at that point. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah that's what movies have come to.
1: Everything's fake, but I guess still if you're an actor, you're an actress, you're you got to be pretty good because you're you know, you're faking being in the Incredible Hulk's hands or right. whatever, I mean, because it's it's nothing but a f- very very at least when we saw the Incredible Hulk when we grew up, you know, he wasn't CGI. I mean, right. yes, they made him look like a giant and everything next to everybody and then you look at him in real life and and Lou Ferrigno is is though taller than you and I, yeah. but still, they gave the impression, painted him green. Um, I don't know what the heck they did with his hair, <laughs> but his hair, the way they poofed it up and stuff, well, again, to make it a little bit more spookier, but, uh,
0: you know, the whole growl, I don't know if he did the growl or not, but anyways. Well, this podcasts are, are nice. You, you want to explain a little bit how the podcasts come about or how they're made or, or it's a company that does it or? Uh, we we create it
1: using the files that we uh, create in the studio here and uh, we try to edit out and get out some of our extra, you know, noises that we might make. But when, you know, you, you do some editing and you add the music uh, and we upload it to Anchor FM. I don't know if we'll stay with Anchor FM right now. We are. Uh, we may move to one that allows us to play music on it, uh, which would then be more like what sh- we do at right. least if we mentioned a particular song. Yeah, you need to come up with a song of the week that has to do with planting plants or something. I don't know what the heck that would be. I'm not sure either. I'm, not sure, either. I'm sure you could find some pretty bad oh, you could if you're doing bats, you could have Ozzy Osbourne song. <laughs> <laughs> and visualize him eating, That's eating right, snapping the neck of a bat bite, biting the head off. <laughs>
0: Well, I know you keep a very busy schedule because you're you're doing the free newspaper, Dimple Times. You keep up the website, DimpleTimes.com, and you're producing the Dimple Times radio. So you're a very busy, busy man.
1: Well, we have the Pickaway Cultivator, uh, which is another newspaper that we put out here in Pickaway County. And we have another publication we're working on now that uh, we'll be announcing here in the next few months.
0: And I want to add, you can find me, if you can join me on Facebook at Rick Patterson. Yes, so you can find him, and he's thousands of friends.
1: He's got a lot of people to follow him. We keep up with some of the uh, different things. I don't know, maybe we need to do a business page for uh, In the Garden with Rick or something. Oh, that'd be nice. Uh I didn't think about that before, but uh, at that point, people could find, and then you could post... Well, you're entertaining in a lot of things you post on your personal Facebook page because it's about the plants and Mm -hmm. the gardening and the different things that you do.
0: Well, the other night I was up late watching X-Files. That's an 80s show about two FBI agents, and uh, they they investigate um, supernatural and uh, paranormal and UFOs. And it was about uh, 1 o'clock, and the lights in my kitchen started flickering and went out. Then the TV went out, and then I was going to uh, go upstairs and, and print off the registration for the author in the alley, and my printer quit working. It froze up. It was so freaky. I'm watching a show about monsters, and all this stuff happens all at once. They're watching. So I just went to bed. The next morning, I printed off the author in the alley registration and mailed it, and uh, I ordered copies of my books. Um, this is part of the Circleville Downtown Fair on Saturday, September eighteenth, and I didn't, Max. If you wanted to elaborate a little bit about it, the September fair is is
1: was formerly the Arts and Crafts Fair, uh, and when there was a bookstore downtown, there was Author Alley, and Dimple Times decided to resurrect Author Alley, although Keystone Books had actually closed and the Author continue it uh, to provide an opportunity for authors. Because I believe they fit in perfectly with artists and different people that create things because they're creating their art, is their writing. Um, so uh, it's September 18th in downtown Circleville, Ohio.
0: Sounds so, great. I'm looking forward to it. We'll be back in a little while. Welcome back in the garden with Rick. I love this time of year. All the tomatoes are getting ripe. They're red, and they're ripe, and they're juicy. And I grow those, uh, they're called sweet 100s, they're little cherry tomatoes. So I'm out there working in my garden, popping these little sweet tomatoes in my mouth. They're delicious. Well, and since you don't
1: use any kind of uh, weed killer or uh, pesticide or whatever, you don't have to worry as much about poison being on there
0: maybe a little bit of raccoon (laughs) don't mention that that is a four-letter word i don't know how many letters in raccoon but it's a four-letter word (laughs) many years ago my parents lived in perry county in a very rural part of perry county and they had these tall flowers that would get five or six feet tall and they're in the uh, black-eyed susan family and they gave me some of them and now they've kind of spread and they're, they're really really nice they're beautiful they bloom late summer and I was at a nursery a few years ago, and they had them for $16 a pot. And I thought, boy, if I dug those up and sold them, I could really enhance my retirement <laughs> with those because they, they multiply over time, but they, they're really beautiful. Morning glories are in full bloom. Um, on the nature trail, blue lobelia is blooming. The purple ironweed is blooming, and that's always a sign that falls on the horizon. You have the uh, jewelweed, which is a uh, orange and yellow wild and patient. See, now, I, I would think fall would be the four-letter word for you. Because <laughs> that's a sign that winter is right around yeah, the corner. Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't like it. Don't like it. Last week, I was out on the nature trail, and I got caught in a severe thunderstorm, and oh. I was drenched to the skin, sopping wet. I uh, found some shelter underneath the picnic shelter out there at the college, and the wind was blowing so hard the rain was blowing horizontally. <laughs> so I was freezing, sopping wet. And then as I came home, I noticed that the neighbor's flagpole was bent into and on the ground. Oh, wow. And I went in the house and I looked out my back door to my back garden, and I, have a, I had a crab apple tree, and it was leaning over, about ready to smash all my plants. Smash my wisteria arbor, and smash my benches. So I made a lot of calls, and finally, about 8 o'clock, some guys came out there and and cut it down. They did damage some plants dragging out the wood, but uh, I'm glad it didn't fall. No kidding. So there must have been uh, some kind of like a weird windstorm or something on this side of town, but there really wasn't that. There was wind, but not that strong on this side of town. So what they call it, straight line winds, or something like that. Or? Yeah, yeah. It's been a crazy year. Cold spring, lots of rain. Uh, plants aren't as large as they have been in past years. It's just been a it's been a crazy year. It's Mother Nature trying to recover from a pandemic. Yes, that, that could be an explanation. <laughs> <laughs> As many of you know I'm a big fan of the TV series Leave it to Beaver. It was in the 1960s about an all-American family with two brothers. In seasons one and two they were on one network and they lived in one house but when they went to another network for seasons three through six they moved into a new house. And there's an episode where the the youngest brother Beaver once had a, a tree that he has planted at the first house so he goes and basically steals it out of the people's yard the new owner's yard and he brings it back and his parents catch him and his brother pulling the tree in the wagon and they and they plant it so he gets in trouble for basically and he loves his tree that's his tree and he loves it and i was thinking a lot of times we get attached to trees my dad loved trees he planted all kinds of trees big trees little trees um He gave me a, I mentioned this before, but he gave me a sugar maple, and it turns bright orange in the fall. And actually, I want to stress this, if you want a really pretty tree for your yard, you want the pretty foliage, fall's a great time to pick the tree because you can see the color of the leaves and see how beautiful it's going to be the next fall, and then fall's a good time for planting um, trees.
1: Now, maples need a lot of room for their... Their roots, right? Are they the ones that stay on the towards the top of
0: the? Well, different kind of maples do different things. Okay, yeah, but maples can get uh, quite large. There was a huge maple across the street from me, and from my bed I could see it. It must have been a hundred feet tall, and I'd watch it bud out in the spring. I'd watch the green leaves and the squirrels and the birds in the summer. I'd watch the yellow leaves in the fall, and then during the winter I used to enjoy the architecture of the branches. And they cut it down, and I—it was like they c- killed a friend. <laughs> I mean, it was—it was just so sad. They—they, they, it, it really kind of hurt me when they cut that tree down because I enjoyed it so much. Well, if it's that large in a neighborhood like yours,
1: at that some point,
0: it, it probably does become an issue. I would think. Yeah, I think it was dying on the inside, and that's why they—and <laughs> that's a bigger issue. <laughs> yeah. In my novels, Derek, the 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 little boy hero, he can feel what trees are feeling and there's a tree it's cut down in the neighborhood and the tree's begging for mercy and screaming out in pain and he can feel and sense the tree's agony of being cut down wow so he had
1: the uh, disorderly orderly uh jerry lewis uh movie
0: where he could feel uh, all the patient's pain but he could feel the plant's pain right and he can communicate with them well we will be back after a few songs Welcome back to In the Garden with Rick. We're talking about trees and how we can get emotionally attached to trees and how trees become very important to us. Trees actually uh, have a lot of, they do a lot of good things for us. They absorb carbon dioxide. An acre of mature trees can absorb the CO2 of 26,000, a car driving 26,000 miles. So one acre of trees can absorb the pollution of one car driven 26 miles. I think that's amazing. And there are thousands of acres of, of forest in the United States. So they they're they're taking all that carbon dioxide into their systems and making oxygen out of it. So if you're out in farmland area like we are,
1: uh, a lot of that area was not used to be forest, and then it became farm area. So now a lot of it's becoming residential where people are moving into houses. So like with us, we're returning a lot of trees back on our property and have planted, I, I think we're well over 100 now.
0: Wow, that's great. That's uh, really great.
1: From pine trees to different trees. We're going to lose a few, the uh, the elms that we had we're going to end up cutting all of those down it looks like yeah but uh it it it, that's the nice part about when some people don't like the the sprawl of what happens when people move out but a lot of the farm areas end up getting trees put back on them right uh which is part of the nice you know
0: aspect of people moving out into the country and stuff yeah my dad planted trees all over the place he just big trees little trees Trees absorb odors and polluting gases, and they trap it in their barks and their leaves. So they actually remove pollution out of the air. The big things that trees do, they produce oxygen. An acre of trees provides oxygen for 18 people for a year. So one acre of trees provides enough oxygen for us to breathe, or 18 people for a year. I think that's fascinating. And beyond that, the beauty that they add.
1: um, So there, there's so many health issues that we don't realize, and... But uh, the, the beauty, well, wind barriers. Right. So they can help break down like in the winter months or whatever, wind trying to get through. Especially uh,
0: evergreens. And shade. Yeah, I'll get to the shade. I'm, actually, I'm, I'm, jumping, the next... I'm jumping topics on you here. <laughs> actually, that's the next that? one. It says trees can cool things down by 10 degrees. And they do. And then if you plant the pine trees, like in the, I guess you'd plant them in the east or where the, which way storms come from the, they come from the west to the east. That can keep your house warmer because they they stop the wind from blowing. I guess it's where you put the trees. Right. It says that trees around your house can save you 50% on your air conditioning by cooling things down, which I thought was interesting too. Definitely, definitely. Trees can slow the evaporation of water from your thirsty lawns. Grass takes a lot of water, and the trees kind of protect that and slow down the, the evaporation, saving water. They prevent water pollution. They act like a sponge, it keeps uh, water from running into streams and oceans, and it filters the water. The roots of trees filter water, so it makes the water cleaner. Unless they get in your septic bed, then it's bad news. Oh, that's bad, (laughs) yeah. I think of all the willow trees through the years have gotten people sewers. Oh, my. It slows down soil erosion because it holds the roots hold the dirt in so it doesn't blow away. It shields people from dangerous UVB rays, which causes cancer. So if you have kids playing in your yard or you're out, the trees can protect you from the harsh sunlight. And another biggie is it provides food. Uh, where my parents lived in Perry County, their neighbors made maple syrup, and Mom could always smell the them cooking the maple syrup. And they'd have the little buckets attached to all the trees. Oh boy, was it delicious! There's, they'd make um, maple syrup and maple maple candy out of it. Actually, that's one of my mom's favorite candies. And and
1: pretty common in the Ohio region is apple trees, obviously. Oh. Um, right, uh, apples, nuts, fruit. Yep. Peach and pears. My parents had a peach peach tree and a pear tree, and I, I, I can't stand peaches. But the, uh, the pear tree, I, I loved having both of them in the backyard, and they would—until uh, you mowed. You always had to pick them up because if you mowed and they fell in the oh, grass, yeah. it'd shoot off into the house or something, so— but then I, it
0: stinks, too, and it starts to rot.
1: Well, but we we had a solution for that. We'd take little firecrackers and set them down inside of that, and boom. <laughs> That's another issue for another show. Did, didn't have to worry about any picking up any of those because it made them little pieces of peaches.
0: Okay, this is a disclaimer. Kids, if you're listening to this, do not stick firecrackers into pears and peaches. And, and,
1: and firecrackers are still illegal in the state of Ohio. so Until next year, uh, I think. Well, let's hope. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, our governor vetoed that law. Oh, he did? Yes. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yes, I was not happy. I was ready to finally legally be able to set off fireworks. but uh, It's a ridiculous law anyway because people
0: still buy the firecrackers. <laughs> I hear them all around me in the middle of town.
1: It, it is. I mean, you still want to be safe, obviously, and, I, and for children, but for crying out loud, this, this is crazy. But anyways,
0: we're way off topic. Uh, studies show that people who are sick and they can look out on trees, they heal faster. Well, on that note, we will be back more about trees in a few minutes. Welcome back to In the Garden with Rick. Max has been over there telling stories of his childhood, and I'm not sure I can continue without laughing. Well, well, you've got some pretty good stories yourself, sir. I mean,
1: come on. But we will not go into them now. That'll have to be a different show, a different station. What? It could be the station. It would probably just have to have one of those clauses to
0: don't try this at home. Don't try it at home. Well, (laughs) we are talking about trees. And when I was studying about or researching about trees, it said that neighborhoods that have more trees have less violence. And this latest National Geographic magazine that I, I, I get a, a subscription for a Christmas present, and it had a big article about that. In neighborhoods where there are more trees, there's less crime. And when I read that, I thought, oh, that's dumb. But then I guess when you think about it, I guess it does kind of make sense. Trees are soothing, and, and there's animals, there's wildlife, and it's not just a concrete jungle. Hmm.
1: I wonder if there's actually some any kind of study that yeah, shows why. Yeah, there were studies. Why. Yeah, in the National Ge-
0: Geographic, they talk about studies they've done. But as to why it's that way, though? Oh, or? no, they just did. They charted out neighborhoods and, and uh, violence compared to the number of trees there were per, like, block. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trees help you mark the seasons. You know, they come out in the spring, turn green in the summer, beautiful foliage in the fall, and then the bare branches in the wintertime. If you're out in the
1: country they help mark your season for other purposes. Well, because there's nobody around, you don't have to go inside to relieve yourself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, at least in the summer you got some camouflage there. That's right. Something. That's well,
1: that's true. You you do have to be careful of the season in that point.
0: Yeah, you know, the year a couple of times I was in Kenya, it's the seasons don't change. There's kind of like a dry and a wet season, but the sun comes up at seven, goes down at seven. Oh, year round, because I was on the equator, and you know, and when you're, we're so used to the changes of the seasons and the time, the days getting shorter, it's so weird when you're somewhere where it doesn't do that.
1: Well, personally, I like them, but the older I get, I think I could still stand to live in
0: Florida or something where the seasons yeah, I, don't I, change because I winters, winters are getting tough. They are. Trees provide um, a lot of creativity for kids. When I was a kid, our neighbors had an apple tree, and we spent a lot of time playing in that apple tree. It was like a fort. It was a a lot of different things. We had a lot of fun.
1: And there's nothing like an apple that's ripened on the tree. You pull it off and take a bite. Again, any
0: kind of fruit. It just tastes so much better. I don't like peaches in a can, and I don't like the peaches at the store, but when you take a peach off the tree... It is really good
1: well personally i prefer the peaches stay in the can on the tree in the frozen i don't like them anywhere <laughs> oh
0: <laughs> <laughs> trees um, bring groups together trees are for all races genders and cultures people take pride in their neighborhoods when they have trees it's of course it's a place for wildlife it's they're beautiful and and then another biggie is wood we we use the wood for a whole variety of things including fuel and building it can increase your property by um, the value of your property by 15 percent you go to upper Arlington or bexley or those, those places like that and they all have a lot of trees so really nice neighborhoods have plenty of trees on well,
1: some of the treescape especially when you get to someplace a, a downtown location that that has more blacktop concrete, or brick buildings or whatever the cosmetics of the trees liven up the uh the downtown streetscape but even in neighborhoods um we went back to our old neighborhood this past weekend and and drove through and all of the little trees that we had planted back when we lived there you know 18 19 years ago are now large and Uh it's just like Wow. It almost makes it a a new neighborhood or something and almost magical because of how much growth happens
0: and and what happens with the trees. Exactly. Um, Trees are good for flood control. They keep um, water from the roots, help stop the water. Some medicines are derived from trees, like um, the chemical that's in aspirin used to come from willow trees. And another thing they do is they reduce noise. I in the wintertime, when all the leaves are off the trees, I can hear the train really clear. In the summertime, when there's leaves in all the trees, the, tree, the sound of the train going through town is muffled. Hmm. And then I have all that those rosa of Sharon shrubs and roses on, the, like on my curb, and that, that reduces the sound of traffic going by. In the wintertime, I hear traffic more because that, those leaves and trees are not stopping the noise. So it can, it can really reduce the, the sound of, of noise. Um, trees provide latex for gloves. They use the, the cellulose for sponges. Of course, wine corks, chewing gum. There's a palm that they make uh, car wax out of. And then, of course, you have to have uh, a tree to get chocolate and coffee. Oh, yeah. So I suggest everyone go out and plant a tree, watch it grow and enjoy it. And it'll, you'll treasure it and you'll be rewarded by it.